nice to have you with us on a Monday afternoon. I'm Bruce Claggett in for Jazz. Yeah, Premier David Eby, he's going to be taking two of his uh, foremost cabinet ministers on a field trip tomorrow, heading into the Okanagan and some other places to take a look at uh, just some of the context behind the stories that we're hearing about forest fire devastation. And one of the things that he has been doing is talking a little bit about, uh, you know, the fire affected areas and what the impacts are going to be. Our goal is to uh, reassure people that we will be there uh, when the crisis passes to help them rebuild, uh, but also to get information from the front line about what communities need to ensure the government is as responsive as possible. We're working closely with the federal government as well on uh, on uh, supporting people uh, in the aftermath of this horrific disaster that they are facing. That's a little bit of a setup for us to circle back to Mark Burley, head of the Downtown Kelowna Business Association. We have talked to Mark on uh, on Friday about uh, what uh, it was looking like in the downtown business area in downtown Kelowna and about uh, how things are going to be in the weeks and days ahead. The big question right now, and we bring in Mark, uh, is is it a ghost town? Are things looking really bleak? Mark, how are you? And uh, what are you seeing now in the downtown core? Hi, Bruce. Yeah, um, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm still personally uh, on the edge of what would be an alert zone where I live, but uh, it seems things have calmed down uh, when it comes to that. It is very quiet here. We're still socked in with a lot of smoke. Uh, I was in the office all day today, and it is pretty quiet downtown. And it's not only that uh, tourists have been asked and said not to be here. Uh, Locals are staying inside right now. It's not to say we didn't have some traffic downtown. And notice as I did my walk earlier today around lunchtime that a few of the restaurants had uh, people sitting at tables at the window. So there are still those of us who are downtown at work who are using the services and the business there in the best of times mark it's a tough labor market and you have a problem getting people into work at times are you hearing anything from your members about uh about their own workers and if the workers are coming into work or staying home how are they dealing with this well i would uh i haven't heard anything directly bruce but i know Uh, The way that uh, all of us operate is first come is uh, that the well-being of your employees and the people that you work with and to make sure that they're healthy. There's a portion of people out there who have breathing issues, who have asthma or where the things where things like smoke will affect them. And if they can't make it into work and do their work from home, that's great. But if they need to be in the office, but they can't handle being outside and moving between perhaps a vehicle or a bus or whatever in the business. I'm sure that most business owners are understandable of that. Just trying to get a sense of uh, what a work week would look like in August period. And then you put into the context of a forest fire and orders and evacuations around you. Is anyone get getting anything done in terms of business? Sure. I mean, uh, we are. We have a downtown on call program. Our guys are out there working. We've provided them with N95 masks so that if they feel that they're having issues, we've instructed them to wear them while they're outside because of the particulate that is in the air because of the smoke. So our guys are out there and moving around. 
there are other parts of the city government and the people who work for the city who aren't as visible. But then again, they could be up on the front lines and helping out with the firefighters, with the police and those types of things. I saw some bylaw services, trucks around downtown today. So it is quiet and maybe people aren't as visible, but I'm sure that those who need to get work and need to be getting it done are doing it. Mark, uh, we have talked to you about this. We know that you live in West Kelowna. I'm glad that you're okay and that your home is okay. What about your neighbors? Well, uh, you know, I have some people that I work uh, with, not directly, but through my job, who've been evacuated and are staying with friends or family. Uh, my own, my son, Ryan, he was evacuated from uh, his home and has found a place to stay with his dogs and his cats, which is another thing we have to consider. So there's a lot of movement and a lot of people around. I've been through this personally, but that was back in 2009. This is a much larger scale. Emergency services are doing the best they can to keep up with the number of evacuees who are going for services and vouchers there. So everybody's muddling through, but It's this type of thing when it happens that brings communities together. And we have to say that about Kelowna and West Kelowna right now. I think a lot of people mentioned 2009 and try to draw some comparisons between this one and 2009. Uh, If you could, and I know it's very different because the fires are so very different and in different types of locations. But if there are any comparisons, what would those be? Well, it's the evacuations and the use of emergency services to get your vouchers, to get a hotel room paid for while you're being displaced from your home. My personal uh, experience was we weren't at home when the evacuation happened, so we couldn't get back to get things. So those vouchers were really advantageous for myself and my wife because we could at least get something other than a bathing suit or a pair of shorts and a couple of shirts and some you know, socks and all that kind of thing, a toothbrush, uh, toothpaste. So in 2009, the difference was the fire was closer to the connector. It also jumped the highway there and hit Goat's Peak, which is across uh, the highway from Gorman's, which is uh, a big company at the corner of Glen Rose and Highway 97. They managed to save their plant there with the employees, but there weren't as many evacuees in 2009 as there is now in 2023 i can't believe that it's 14 years difference between the two it's amazing when you think yeah 14 years and uh i i would imagine it almost seems like just yesterday for you yeah it sure does and you know it's no matter what you say you know we've been through quite a few of these i didn't live here in 2003 but we had another fire Uh, in West Kelowna in 2013 that was a bit scary, but that was only for a day or so. But smoke from wildfires throughout the province tend to gravitate here because of the valley and the lake, which seems to, when the winds blow, that blows down there. It's just uh, this time around, the smoke is very thick and it's very noticeable. You wake up in the morning, it's the first thing you smell. Mark, before you go, uh, tomorrow the Premier is coming into your hood along with two cabinet ministers. Is there going to be an ask from the Downtown Kelowna Business Association? Well, we're hoping that, like uh, in any emergency situation, there will be some type of funding or relief uh, for the businesses. 
uh, that throughout downtown and throughout the city because basically when it's all said and done, uh, they're at the mercy of what the government's telling people to do. Now, it is safe. safest thing is to say, don't come to Kelowna because of this smoke. It's not healthy. Uh, we need the accommodation for everybody who's been evacuated. But that still does affect the businesses everywhere because people are staying inside because of the smoke. So if we get the opportunity, that's certainly something we'll ask. Okay, well, best of luck to you, Mark. And uh, thanks for sharing time with us. Thanks very much, Bruce. I appreciate it.